talking about walking in the spirits. Praise the Lord. Walking in the spirits. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, if you're a Christian, if you're born again, you are in a relationship with God. Some of you that are familiar with dating, you know, dating someone, you know when you're in a relationship with a girl or a guy, you are in a relationship with God. So the question is, are you doing what you're supposed to do as someone who is in a relationship? Imagine dating someone and the person is, is more available than you are or you are more available than the person. It's one-sided. You're not going to enjoy that relationship. As a Christian, you're in a relationship with God. And God is even more available than your husband or your partner because God lives inside you. Your husband does not live inside you. Your partner does not live inside you. Even if they wish they can, but they don't live inside you. So God lives inside you by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says we are in a relationship with him. We are in a relationship with God. So he expects us to communicate with him frequently because he's always talking. He loves you so much that the only way he could, you know, he has to come live inside you. But you know, today God is going to answer a lot of your questions and then God is going to teach you a lot of things. Like I said earlier, now, quickly, I'd like us to open to the book of Galatians. This is the book of Galatians, chapter 5. I'm going to read from verse 16. That is it there. If you're looking at my screen now, you can see it. It says, This I say then, walk in the spirits, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirits and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirits, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What does this mean? What does it mean to walk in the spirits? Does it mean when you see someone who is walking so quietly and speaking in other tongues and doing shakaraba, shakaraba, is that person walking in the spirit? Or what is he talking about? What does it mean by walking in the Spirit? He said, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. First of all, when you see the word lust there, lust means appetite. Okay? Appetite. Desires. Appetite. I would like you to get your writing material right. Because, you know, God is talking to you. God wants, God wants to talk to you. And if you don't write, it doesn't trust that you remember everything that he tells you. 
So you may not really get as much as you're supposed to. But getting your writing material is an act of faith. Telling God that I trust that you're going to tell me a lot, you see. And God is going to tell you so much, even beyond what I'm saying. Because the Holy Spirit is a master communicator. You should understand that. So now I said something. I said the word lost there. Lost means appetite, desires. So he's saying that walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the desires or the appetites of the flesh. First of all, I want you to understand something. There's what they call walk of the Spirit, the walk of the Spirit, and there's what they call the walk of the flesh. Okay, now that you're a Christian, you're born again, right? You know, the Bible says when you are born again, your spirits, your human spirit, because you know, you are a spirit. Human being is a spirit. It has a soul and it lives in the body. Okay, so your body is not you. You are the spirit. So nobody has seen you before. Nobody has really seen you. So your body is your cover. So they see your cover. What they see is your cover. Okay. All right. So your spirit, when you got born again, your spirit was changed. Okay. So now a new spirit came in. Now that new spirit that came in is the spirit of God. It's called the the recreated human spirit. That spirit did not come alone. It came with some things and it's what we call the fruits of the spirit. Now, look at my screen. I'm going to scroll down to verse 22. You can see, you see verse 22. In verse 22, it says, but the fruits of the spirit is love joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. These are the things your the, the, the new spirit came with. So you have all these things inside our spirits. It's called the fruits of the spirits. Okay, now let's go back to verse 16. I just wanted to show you that. So all these things came with your spirits. It's called the fruits. So when they say walk in the spirits, what does it mean? I'll explain. First of all, I said there's a walk of the spirits and there's a walk of the flesh. There's called the fruit of the flesh. I just mentioned the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is joy, love, you know, I mentioned the joy, love, peace. Then there's the fruit of the flesh. What is the fruit of the flesh? Look at my screen. Verse 19. Look at verse 19. He called it the works, but it's, it's fruits. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness. 
idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, rot, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, revealing. Now, these are the fruits of the flesh. The works of the flesh brings about the fruits of the flesh. The works of the Spirit reveals the fruits of the Spirit or increases the fruit of the Spirit. I want to explain. Okay, I want to explain. Now, the works of the flesh are the things that you engage in that brings out the fruits of the spirits. For example, something that will increase your love. You know, I, I said love is a fruit of the spirits. Something that will increase your love from your inside. Something that will increase the joy from your inside. Something that will increase the peace that you have from your inside. The long suffering, long suffering means patience. And that peace there means rest. When it's a peace, it's someone who's at rest. When I say at rest, I'm not, I don't mean someone who is sleeping. Or someone who is like resting. No, it's, it's a, you know, when, when you have peace, I'm talking of peace with prosperity. When you have, when you're prosperous and you are peace, you see, you are healthy at peace. That's what I'm talking about. That is the peace he's talking about. Gentleness. Gentleness then means kindness. Then goodness. Then faith. Meekness. Meekness there is humility. Temperance. Temperance there is self-control. Now, the work of the Spirit means when you study the Word of God, when you give time to the Word of God, you give time to prayer. You give time to meditation. It increases the fruits of the spirits. And then it is that is one of the most important things to God. And it's the most important things to you. Why do I say so? Because, for example, I don't know, I want to explain something. When a man buys um, when a man has lots of money, for example, and he buys a house, you know, and then, or probably let me say he buys a car, for example, and then he doesn't pay attention to his health inside of him. Very soon, he won't be able to drive that car. Why? Because he's not held, he didn't pay attention to the things that give him health to be able to drive the car. You see? It's the same thing with the fruits of the Spirit. It's the same thing with the fruits of the Spirit. You cannot live a great Christian life, you see, without paying attention to the fruits of the Spirit. So we, we are to pay attention. That's what the Bible called walk in the spirits. Now let's go back to the, the, the verse 16. It says, 
This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, is it making sense to you? What, what walk in the Spirit there is talking about is giving attention. See, giving attention to your spirits. Giving attention. And then, the desires and the, the, the appetites of the flesh shall be gone. And the people give attention to the flesh. And then when you give attention to the flesh, when you give attention, you pay so much attention to the flesh then you'll see the fruits. The fruits start coming. Like, it just comes naturally. Because it's a seed you're planting. You see, you, you plant a seed. Whatsoever a man sows, he reaps. That's what the Bible says. And every seed must grow because it's a seed. So when you plant that seed inside of you, it just grows. And this is the reason why many problems a lot of people are facing in this world many Christians also the reason you see you, you can see someone who for example who becomes a pastor stops paying attention to the fruits of the spirits stop paying attention to the spirits he cannot no, no longer become an effective pastor you see, you can no longer become an effective, even a Christian, you can no longer be, be an effective Christian. Your Christianity is going to be off and on, off and on, until it goes off, totally. And then, when it goes off, you now start afresh, like someone who just gave his heart to Christ, again. So the Bible says, walk. This is an instruction. It's an instruction. It said, this I say then, walk in the spirits. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusted against the spirits and the spirit against the flesh. See, the fights themselves. They fight themselves. But you know which one, you know which God expects of you. Like I said earlier, I said you're in a relationship with God. And then when you're in a relationship with someone, you love this person because this person loves you. You love this person. Then you are to do. The Bible says, can two walk together? I said they agree. You are to, you see, you're in an agreement with God. You see, you're in an agreement with God that God we're not even talking about obedience now because the Bible says we are obedient children. He already called us obedient children because you obeyed. First of all, you obeyed when you became born again. You, you turned into an obedient child. So God is not expecting you to obey anymore. He's just expecting you to live as an obedient child. So, as someone who is in a relationship with God, you just live according to the rules 
in the relationship. You see, for you to have a successful relationship, a great relationship, and that relationship can grow. It can grow. It can grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And your life, your life will be a testimony. Will be a testimony. Because the one thing about God, God wants to show off with you. God loves to show himself off with people. Very important. You know, you need to know that there is the difference between the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit. That fruits of the Spirit, like I said earlier, I said that fruit of the Spirit is in you already. So there are people who are angry. For example, when, when you, you express anger, you don't know why you are always angry. The Bible says meekness, temperance is in you. It came with your recreated human spirit when you got born again. It's inside you. So you will not try to learn how to have self-control. They don't learn it. You see, you just pay attention to it. That's it. You just pay attention. And when you pay attention, before you know, you start doing accordingly. You say, because the Holy Spirit lives in you. So the Holy Spirit has been talking to you all this while, that you've been displaying anger. He has been telling you, no, just calm down. No, just calm. But you are not listening. You know why? Because you were paying attention to the flesh. Because anger is an expression of the flesh. Anger is the fruit of the flesh. Is the fruit of the flesh. And the Bible says, all these things, if you read verse 21, it, it says, envying mothers, drunkenness, revealings, and such like, of the which I told you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Why? Because they shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Why? Because it is against the life of God. It's like you're in a relationship with someone and you're not listening. How can you be in a relationship with a person and the person is not listening to you? You're talking and he's not listening. You're telling him, hey, do this. He's not listening. You, do, you say, doing this, he's not listening. That relationship cannot work. It cannot work. It cannot work. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So verse 25, he says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Amen. If you're here today and you're, not, and you're not yet born again, you're not yet born again, you know, all these things we just shared right now, it starts from when you get born again. You get born again, and then your spirits will be changed. It starts from there. 
You can never have a relationship with God when you're not born again. So if you're not born again, I just want to give you an opportunity to say these words after me. Say, oh Lord God, I come before you today. I want to thank you for this opportunity. I believe in you. I believe with all of my heart. And I confess that you died for me. And God raised you from the dead for my sake. I believe. And now I receive eternal life. I'm now a child of God. I'm a son of God now. I want to walk with you now. Use me henceforth. Use me for your glory. I'm born again now. And I have eternal life now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations if you got born again. Just, if you got born again, I'd like you, if you're in the group, okay, I'd like you to just, just talk to anybody one of the admins there that you you got born again today okay and then or you can just type on the chat that you got born again and then let's start let's start let's help you walk with God see not every Christian is is suffering there's some of us that really enjoying Christianity you just need someone who really understands Christianity Christianity is all about understanding Jesus told the disciples he said he said, whosoever does not understand. He said, what he has will be taken away from him. But say, he that understands, more will be added to him. So it's all about understanding. When you have understanding, the disciples failed when they tried to do several miracles they saw Jesus do because they lacked understanding. One day they asked Jesus, they said, why do you talk to these people in parables? Jesus said, because they don't have understanding. Jesus was key on understanding. You see, he was key on understanding. He wanted them to understand. So he was trying to communicate in the simplest way. The Bible says my people suffer because they lack knowledge. So when you get to, when you get in contact with Christians who really know what Christianity is all about, you'll find out that God is interested to serve God with your life, to be with God, to be in pursuit of your purpose, walk in your purpose and fulfill your purpose. It's interesting and it's all that matters to God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God.
I almost forgot this one, Bible study. We always have Bible studies, the meeting we're having now. My apologies. Um, same time, 8 p.m. GMT plus one, 9 p.m. South African time. So we'll be expecting to see all of you in all these meetings. And we are expecting that you will come there, you will learn more about the word and how to use it um, so that you can be prosperous in life and that you can walk in your purpose mightily. Amen. So I just want to thank Brother Favor for the wonderful opportunity to take announcements. Um, thank you so much, sir. <laughs>